The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. I'm here. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome into One and All. It's the Catholic Morning Show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thursday, October 19th, which you know what that means. Thursday is always going to be. A, uh, a fun show and a quick-moving show as well. We've got Deacon Randy Keel coming up just around the corner for your first and or second reading this morning for Sunday. Deacon Randy always does a good job of getting us ready, a little spiritual chat for those uh, readings. Uh, and, and it's good that we prepare. We've got to prepare. So we'll have uh, Deacon Randy coming up in just a few minutes. Father P.J. McManus, Pastor of Christ the King on the south side of Des Moines for our Ask Father P.J. segment. We've got three questions. A couple of them are a little... A little, uh, ooh, difficult, I guess. So we'll uh, we'll see if uh, Father PJ can wade through those waters. He always has before. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle at 745 today. We're going to talk about 30 Marian Eucharistic visits today. Uh, she's a, a, a Catholic wife and a mother. Uh, but uh, she's also uh, just doing incredible work with her um, uh, uh, books, a journalist, a TV host. She's just been everywhere on EWTN, uh, as well as other uh, stations, too, promoting the faith. So we'll talk to Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle at about 745 today. Looks like a really interesting one. I'll be able to uh, talk a little bit more about it as we go on. All right, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Knights of Columbus Borman and Pfeiffer Agencies, offering life insurance, annuities, long-term care, and disability insurance. Learn more at 563-689-6801. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Israel said Wednesday that it will allow Egypt to deliver limited humanitarian aid to the Gaza Strip. The first crack in a punishing 10-day siege on the territory came one day after a blast at a hospital killed hundreds and put immense strain on Gaza's struggling medical system. U.S. President Joe Biden said Egypt's president agreed to open the Rafah crossing and to let in an initial group of 20 trucks with humanitarian aid. If Hamas confiscates aid, quote, it will end, he said. The aid will start moving Friday at the earliest, White House officials said. The Archdiocese of Durango in Mexico has begun the construction of a shrine dedicated to martyrs who offered their lives during the Cristero War. The new church is expected to be completed by mid-2026. The Cristero War, an armed conflict in Mexico that lasted from 1926 to 1929, was triggered by anti-clerical legislation enacted by then-President Plutarco Elias Calles, which unleashed bloody religious persecution. The shrine is being built in the place where four of the martyrs were killed, all of whom were canonized by Pope John Paul II in 2000. Father Refugio Lopez Munoz, who is overseeing the construction of the church, noted that these holy martyrs gave, quote, until the last moment, a brave and generous testimony of their faith in Christ Jesus and their love for the church. 
Archbishop Thomas R. Zincula took his place as Iowa's Metropolitan Wednesday, describing the current era as, quote, an exciting and demanding time to be a Christian. Zincula, 66, was installed as the 11th Archbishop of Dubuque during a mass held at the Church of the Nativity with over a thousand folks present. Papal Nuncio Cardinal Christophe Pierre read a letter from Pope Francis called the Apostolic Mandate, appointing Zincula as the Archbishop of Dubuque. The Cardinal presented the letter to Zincula, who then stepped through the aisles of the church, presenting the letter to priests, deacons, and laypeople to rounds of applause. During his homily, Zincula spoke of a family trip to the Czech Republic and his introduction to the writings of Czech priest and theologian Tomas Halik, who has written about Catholics seeking a path to a deeper and more credible form of spirituality in the face of rising secularism. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Thursday morning, Major League Baseball playoffs continued last night with Game 3 in the American League Championship Series. And the Houston Astros pick up a win as they defeated the Texas Rangers by the score of 8-5 to in Arlington, Texas. Texas leads that best of seven series two games to one. Tonight, Game 4, Houston at Texas with first pitch at 7 o'clock. And this afternoon, Game 3 of the National League Championship Series, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Arizona Diamondbacks. First pitch at 4 o'clock this afternoon from Phoenix, Arizona. Last night, WNBA Championship as the Las Vegas Aces defeated the New York Liberty 70-69 to win that best-of-five series three games to one in Brooklyn, New York. The Las Vegas Aces become the first WNBA team to win back-to-back championships in 21 years. Tonight, NFL Thursday Night Football kicking off week number seven in the NFL has the Jacksonville Jaguars at the New Orleans Saints kicking off at 7-15 tonight. New Orleans with a record of 3-3 three and three and Jacksonville's record is 4-2. and two. High school football this Friday night on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It's 5A District Football's final regular season game. The Sioux City North Stars, with a record of 2-6, and six, come to West Des Moines and take on second-ranked Dowling Catholic with a record of 7-1. and one. The game will be played at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Our pregame show begins at 6.30 with kickoff at 7 o'clock. It is Dowling Catholic Senior Parents Recognition Night and the 2013 Dowling Catholic Class Reunion, including the 2013 Dowling Catholic State Football Championship team. Join me for the broadcast this Friday night from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Thursday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. In 1871, Nicholas E. Goner, a Catholic immigrant from Luxembourg, founded the Catholic Publishing Company of Dubuque, Iowa. His son, Nicholas E. Goner Jr., took over in 1892, editing the Daily Tribune, the only Catholic daily newspaper ever published in the United States. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Where did it go out of? Uh, that I don't know. But what, what do you say? Out of what? Out of print? Yeah, out of print. Out of there circulation? Go. My goodness. Yeah. Well, wow. That's pretty cool. Still about at least 80% Catholic to yeah, this day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A church and a bar on every corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to now Archbishop Thomas Zincula. Very much so. And he's been a guest on this show a number of times, and he's always just a real treat. So uh, he's, a, he's a good man there. So excited for him up there. You know, priest of the diocese, as you said, and um, just, you know, 
nothing but rave reviews so far. You know, we'll always see, but uh, no, he's <laughs> he's just a great, great guy. So very, very uh, uh, happy for him and for the Archdiocese of Dubuque. A lot of good things in store for the years ahead. Deacon, Mark, yeah. what do we got for the weather? Today we're going to see a uh, patchy drizzle, patchy fog this morning, giving away to uh, mostly cloudy skies for the remainder of the day, a high of 63. Overnight we'll have clearing skies and a low around 44. And tomorrow, Friday, sunny with a high of 73. Currently, it's uh, mostly to partly cloudy across the Iowa Catholic Radio Network listing area. Des Moines at 52 degrees, Marshalltown 47, Ottumwa 50, and Creston 51. Uh, news today, or our forecast today, brought to you by The Spiritual Battle in You with Jeanette Williams. She's the host of Women of Grace. She will be at St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines on November 11th. The day starts with Mass at 715 and will include three talks along with food and prayer. You can learn more about this Iowa Catholic Radio event as well as all the other happenings at iowacatholicradio.com. Deacon Mark Campbell, that is your Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast. Thank you, Deacon. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. Good morning, Deacon. Hey, good morning, John. I'm very sorry to hear about your brother. Oh, thank you. Thank My you goodness. so much. So he uh, he died earlier this week, is that correct? He did. Yeah. He died um he died over the weekend. Well we will yeah. uh we'll remember him in our prayer today on the show. How about that? Thank you. All thank right. You. Let's talk about the first and or second reading for this Sunday. Well it's gonna be the word and Isaiah and First Thessalonians. Nice. You know, sometimes in life we feel forgotten. But man, talk about a story where that does not apply. Mm. That's just a psychological phenomenon. It's never true with God. He calls out to Cyrus in the first reading of Isaiah. And we've got to remember the book of Isaiah is written in different parts. At this point, when the Lord says to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand I'm going to grasp and subduing nations before him, goes on to tell what his job is to do. Cyrus, this had been prophesied about Cyrus being chosen by God. 210 years earlier in the previous part of Isaiah. Wow. Cyrus would have known about this, and Cyrus had already subdued over 20 different armies from 20 different nations in the work of God, but never was doing it in the name of God. And now God says, now you are going to do it in my name so that you can take my people out of Babylonian captivity subdue the people that are holding them captive and take them back to the promised land. And he says, I know your name, I see you, and I have called you, and Cyrus obeyed. Now I'm going to tie that back into First Thessalonians, our second reading. Paul's writing to the Thessalonians says, hey, don't forget, I, I've not forgotten you. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy of the Church, church of the Thessalonians I see you, and we give thanks for all of you. We give thanks for all of you every time we think of you for the good work that you are chosen to do. We see you. And, John, could I tie that into the gospel? Oh, yeah. Okay. So tying that into the gospel, we see the, the cruelty and the conniving of the disciples of the Pharisees saying, oh, get him. Let's try to trap Jesus again. Let's trap him in his words. You go off, our disciples, you know, the Pharisees, go off, go off and, and kind of pay him homage and trap him. And so they go up and say, well, hey, Jesus, we know you're a great teacher, and, and we know that you're not a man of pious opinion. You speak the truth. What do we do about paying under Caesar? What, is, what do we do about these coins? What do we do about taxes? He says, let me see that coin. 
He says, I see whose face is on this coin, and you pay to this man whose coin this belongs to. But also, I see you. Mm. I see the deceit that you are doing. Don't think I am going to ever be tricked. I see you. Mm. So in ever feeling like inside of ourselves that God doesn't see us, that God has forgotten us, wait a minute. He sees us. He remembers us. We're not to ever struggle with, am I worthy? I don't feel worthy. I am worthy. I'm not. No, we're to recognize we're the sinner, and we're to recognize that God, the divine, is the one who calls us, and he's the one who decides that we are chosen. It's our responsibility to say, will I obey? Will I not obey? Boy, you're, you're running the table for us this morning. Well, there we have it. With the first first reading, <laughs> second reading, the gospel for this Sunday. You get it all, folks. Great stuff this morning, Deacon Randy. Would you give us your blessing? I will. I pray for this blessing that comes from the Holy Spirit only, through Almighty God, to come upon us, to fill our hearts, and fill our minds wherever our struggles are especially, so we can see the purity, the truth, and the light of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. God bless you, Deacon. Have a good weekend. Thank you, John. All right. Coming up right after this, friends, we're going to have Father P.J. McManus. We've got the three questions in, and he's ready to go. Been texting them all morning, so we'll have that for you when we come back. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for programming comes from M Squared Spa in West Des Moines. Catholic-owned and operated, Mary McDermott offers massage therapy and aesthetic services to help people achieve whole-body wellness. Learn more at msquaredspa.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online. CTOIowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at westgatedentalia.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com. 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle in the second half hour, friends. She's got a new book out called 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits. So there's a, a wide range of spiritualities and charisms. But you look at the saints, and they share two consistent devotions. All right? Love of the Holy Eucharist and love for Our Lady. 
and uh, she is. She's combined the two. So we'll uh, we'll talk to her in the second half hour. Looking forward to it. Let's go to our next guest, Pastor of Christ the King on the south side of Des Moines, Father PJ. You you're on the road though. I am on the road. And you pulled over just for us. I did. Look at you. That's true. Look at you. I'm on my I'm on my way back from giving a parish mission at St. Rose Parish in Girard, Ohio. Nice. Which is on the other side of Ohio, so it was a long trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how'd it go? Excellent. And Good. Reggie came with me, so Reggie Reggie's sitting next to me. My dog is sitting next to me here nice. in the car as we uh, as we try and answer the questions of the people at Des Moines. There we go. Uh, let's start with number one. <clears throat> the listener asks, why don't we know much about the first 30 years of Jesus' life? Because no one bothered to tell us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, so, so, so the Gospels are largely silent on this period, and um, uh, the fathers of the church and, and various theologians um, at times have speculated as to the reason for this, but there, there are two kind of key um, elements or presumptions around this. The first one is that the, the, the lack of meaningful content, uh, when they did in fact go back to try and, and, and explain very clearly the events surrounding his birth, um, is suggestive that his childhood and, and adolescence was presumably very normal. Mm. That he he lived a very normal human life, and so and, and and so would have had the sort of upbringing of any other ordinary uh, Jewish Palestinian boy in the period, right? Um, that you know Jesus wasn't sort of walking on water when he learned to fish at twelve or something. He, <laughs> he had to learn uh, in a human way to do all of the ordinary things that, that the rest of us do. Um, at the same time, uh, of course, there is a recognition that like Jesus is never not God. So that the 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 boy child, the young man, um, this one is God too, uh, and, and so in important ways, you know, God crawled in the dust of the Galilee and swam in its waters and 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 and, and played with the other children there, um, and, and that's important, right, for us. Like it, 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 it's at the heart of what incarnation means that hmm. God took flesh and lived a truly human life, so that we could live a truly godly one. Beautiful. Number two, if a priest is a priest forever, even in heaven, will other souls be able to identify them as such in heaven? So, I, I, presumably, yes, but what that mechanism of recognition looks like, we don't know, because we don't really know what it looks like for anything else either. Mm-hmm. Um, as the tradition has uh, passes down, um, they're trying to make a distinction, even the language of the priesthood being forever. This is drawn from Psalm 110, right? Thou art a priest forever, according to the light of Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to distinguish it, like using that language of Melchizedek, is to distinguish it from the priesthood of Aaron. So, so Moses ordains Aaron and his sons, the, 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 the priests of the old law, and that priesthood is literally earthly. It's temporal, because it's passed down by inheritance. There's still ritual observations that have to happen, but but you 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 can't decide you want to be a Jewish priest. Um, like it like that this this you've got to be born into the family businesses at work. And the reason that's important is because Melchizedek, right, is this very mysterious figure in the Book of Genesis, uh, whom Abraham encounters um, after uh, after the battle on the plain, and it's to him that he offers uh, the the first tithe. To the tenth of, of, of the spoils of the battle, and then Melchizedek, who is identified as the priest and king of Salem, which is the settlement that becomes Jerusalem, he makes a thank offering of bread and wine. 
But what's peculiar about Melchizedek is he's the only character of his type in the Old Testament who's given no family. He's not called the father of anybody or the son of anybody. Um, and so the fathers of the Church and, and various doctors and saints throughout the ages have seen this as either a type or even a pre-incarnational manifestation of the person Jesus, of, of the second person of the Trinity. And so, so the priesthood of Melchizedek, the, 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 the priesthood um, that, is, that is born in the person of Jesus, that's what all the baptized share in. Uh, by virtue of their baptism and confirmation, and it's what the the, the priests and bishops of the New Covenant um, have in, in a totally unique and distinct way. Uh, at the same time, so, so as the tradition passes on, what does it mean to be, to be a priest when you're dead? Well, the sufferings of priests in hell must necessarily be worse than the sufferings of laymen. Mm. Why? Be, because, because they had a greater responsibility. It's, it's why, you know, people that um, commit crimes in office get punished more severely than just regular thugs, or at least they're supposed to, right? Um, uh, the, 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 the same principle is true here. But, of course, in heaven, uh, the heavenly liturgy is not mediated in the same way that our liturgy is here. And so what the exercise of the priesthood looks like uh, in the world to come is something that, um, I guess, us, both priests and lay people, got to wait and see what it looks like. Man, where do you learn all of this? I'm just thinking to myself, this is some deep stuff this morning. Good stuff. Uh, question number three that comes, uh, this is a good question. What is prudence, and how should it work in the spiritual life? This is an excellent question. I'm actually teaching a class touching on this later this morning. Nice. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm, um, we're doing a, a course a series on vices and virtues um, at the parish. And so, um, so prudence, right, is a virtue. And it's, it's, it's called the queen of the virtues because it's that virtue without which none of the other virtues can exist. Virtues, of course, are good habits. They're the habits that make us more authentically human. Well, how could one be more than another this way or whatever? Like, what, what, what does that ultimately mean? Well, prudence is the virtue that allows us to determine in particular situations what is actually the virtuous behavior. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's especially useful in helping us discern between multiple goods. So, you know, you don't really properly have to discern between uh, good and evil. If it's evil, you just can't do it. You might choose to do it, but you're not confused that it's a sin, right? Yeah. It's like nobody, you know, when people are discerning vocations, they discern between, you know, priesthood and religious life and married life. You don't discern between, like, being a doctor and a crack dealer or something. Mm-hmm. And so, so, because the crack dealer thing is is obviously evil, whereas right. the doctor thing is, is obviously good. But you might have to discern between being a doctor and a lawyer, or between being a husband and priest. And so, um, so, the, 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 so prudence is, uh, is, is the queen of the virtues, because it's possible to act uh, toward a good, but to do so too much or too little or out of order, right? So this is real clear with courage. You can be too brave and actually become foolhardy and put yourself or other people in danger, right? Or you can be too exacting in your justice and so fail to be merciful. Um, and so, uh, so, so, so I, I like to think of prudence as the gambler's virtue. It's the virtue um, uh, that tells us when to hold and when to fold, mm. when to walk away and when to run. <laughs> this was... Uh... I don't know if it was Teresa of Avila or Therese of Lisieux that said that the devil does not work between what's good and evil in our life. He works between what's good and better. 
I've always remembered that. I just forgot who it was. But uh, that, that, that seems, right, uh, it seems to apply a little bit here. Yeah, no, they, they, that's exactly right. It's also the reason uh, Teresa famously said if she could choose between a smart confessor and a holy one, she'd want the smart one. Hmm. Why? Because the smart one will help her discern what's 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 right to do in a particular situation. The good one might be might be competent to choose it on his own, but he could be terrible at giving advice. Wow! But 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 the, but the, but the smart one um, is is going to help her make make good decisions in the moment. Now, at the same time, St. Thomas takes the same question and offers a slightly different line. What he says is, if, if you have a really thorny moral problem, um, don't simply seek out a moral expert, what we would think of as like a theologian or an ethicist or something, right? Um, he says, find a wise, that is an intelligent and holy person. Um, and so, uh, and so that's exactly that, 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 that's exactly what we all try and do is is be as wise as we can individually and 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 grow in holiness each day. Would you give us your blessing this morning, Father? Sure. May the peace and blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, come down upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Father P.J. McManus, keep driving safe. Thanks, brother. All Take right. Care. We'll talk to you soon, Father P.J. Everyone always pulling over for us. Uh, even on his trips. So we appreciate all the work that he continues to do. But yeah, it's just, it's so true. I mean, what, what Father was saying and, and, and prudence there, discerning, right? You hear that word. What are we discerning in prudence? Well, we're discerning what, what uh, the good is and what, what God has called us to, right? That, just, that act of discernment is always there. And, and those virtues, of course, help us along the way. Prudence, most especially, though, in decision-making. So, uh, most especially in our lives. So if you have some of those prays, uh, maybe decisions that you need to make, uh, pray that you, you make those um, uh, in, in great prudence and pray for the gift. All right. Uh, coming up, second half hour, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle is going to be on, and uh, she's going to be talking about her new book, which looks excellent, 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits. All right. Adoring Jesus with his mother. We'll have that for you coming up here in the second half hour. John Lee here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord said, Woe to you who build the memorials of the prophets whom your fathers killed. Consequently, you bear witness and give consent to the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them and you do the building. Therefore, the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles. Some of them they will kill and persecute in order that this generation might be charged with the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who died between the altar and the temple building. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be charged with their blood. Woe to you, scholars of the law! You have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter, and you stopped those trying to enter. When Jesus left, the scribes and Pharisees began to act with hostility toward them and to interrogate him about many things, for they were plotting to catch him at something he might say. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. It's been a few days since we heard the Gospel where Jesus set his face like flint. He set his face with resolution towards Jerusalem. And so we said that everything now is moving towards his final crucifixion, death, and resurrection. 
Jesus is drawing the line in the sand, in a sense, today with these woe passages, condemning the Pharisees and the scribes, those Jews who had listened to him, and yet refused to obey and heed his message, that he is truly the Messiah. Those who will not listen to Jesus, the Messiah, will not be able to share in his rewards that he gives. And then, on the other hand, those who do, those who do must faithfully submit to Jesus, must faithfully follow him wherever he goes, even when it means to Jerusalem, even when it means to the cross. Yes, the line in the sand has to be drawn at some point. And so let us always pray that we might be on the side of the faithful, that we all may always remain faithful to Jesus' word, and that we may follow him wherever he goes, even when it means the cross. May God bless you, and let us continue to pray for each other. Support for programming is provided by Gregory Waddle from Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors. Is your financial portfolio pro-life? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products designed for faith-based investors. Seek to align your faith and your finances with a portfolio that does not benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research. You can reach an advisor at 844-493-4010 or visit kfcassetadvisors.org. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. The annual Dowling Catholic High School Pancake Breakfast is Sunday, October 29th at the Varied Industries Building at the Iowa State Fairgrounds from 7.30 a.m. to noon. This time-honored tradition raises money to support student activities. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for programming provided by Dr. David Ball at Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist, specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. Des Moines Eye Surgeons, 515-225-3546 or dmisurgeons.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's a definition the church gives regarding prudence. It's the virtue that disposes practical reason to discern our true good in every circumstance and to choose the right means of achieving it. Right? So discern the true good and to discern what's, what's better in circumstances. It was, it was St. Teresa of Avila. Uh, if you were just with us with uh, Father PJ, I didn't know if it was Therese of Lisieux or Teresa of Avila, but it was her, Teresa of Avila, that said that that is often where the devil works, not between what is good and evil in our lives, you know, trying to get us to do evil over good, but rather trying to keep us good rather than choosing the better. You know, it's a reason why when we talk about the saints, uh, we talk about their heroic virtue. You know, so it wasn't just kind of a virtuous life, but heroically living that, right? Always choosing the best and living by it. But it's good. And it's good to pray for, you know, to pray for this virtue. Because it, maybe you don't have any big decisions coming up, but you might in your life uh, someday. And so we want to be, we want to have these virtues and display them heroically. We want to be saints, right? With good practical reason to discern the true good, the highest good in every circumstance of our lives. And then... To choose the right way of achieving it. So the right way of actually going about it. Good discernment this morning with Father PJ. All right, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. 
Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Wilkham now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Knights of Columbus Borman and Pfeiffer Agencies, offering life insurance, annuities, long-term care, and disability insurance. Learn more at 563-689-6801. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. Israel said Wednesday that it will allow Egypt to deliver limited humanitarian aid to the Gaza Strip. The first crack in a punishing 10-day siege on the territory came one day after a blast at a hospital killed hundreds and put immense strain on Gaza's struggling medical system. U.S. President Joe Biden said Egypt's president agreed to open the Rafah crossing and to let in an initial group of 20 trucks with humanitarian aid. If Hamas confiscates aid, quote, it will end, he said. The aid will start moving Friday at the earliest, the White House officials said. Meanwhile, Governor Kim Reynolds and Jewish community leaders rededicated the Holocaust Memorial on the state capitol grounds Wednesday, remembering survivors who called Iowa home while mourning Israeli deaths in the ongoing war with Hamas. The memorial, originally constructed on the west terrace of the capitol grounds in 2013, was renovated to better withstand harsh weather with money allocated by the Iowa legislature and Reynolds. The governor assured those gathered of hers and her husband's prayers to watch over the Israeli people and safeguard the innocent. Reynolds also reiterated Iowa's steadfast support for the state of Israel. Archbishop Thomas R. Zinkula took his place as Iowa's Metropolitan on Wednesday, describing the current era as, quote, an exciting and demanding time to be a Christian. Zinkula, 66, was installed as the 11th Archbishop of Dubuque during a Mass held at the Church of the Nativity with over a thousand present. Papal Nuncio Cardinal Christophe Pierre read a letter from Pope Francis called the Apostolic Mandate, appointing Zincula as the Archbishop of Dubuque. The Cardinal presented the letter to Zincula, who then stepped through the aisles of the church, presenting the letter to priests, deacons, and laypeople to rounds of applause. During his homily, Zincula spoke of a family trip to the Czech Republic and his introduction to the writings of Czech priest and theologian Tomas Halik, who has written about Catholics seeking a path to a deeper and more credible form of spirituality in the face of rising secularism. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Thursday morning, Major League Baseball playoffs continued last night with Game 3 in the American League Championship Series. And the Houston Astros pick up a win as they defeated the Texas Rangers by the score of 8-5 to in Arlington, Texas. Texas leads that best-of-seven series two games to one. Tonight, Game 4, Houston at Texas with first pitch at 7 o'clock. And this afternoon, Game 3 of the National League Championship Series, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Arizona Diamondbacks. First pitch at 4 o'clock this afternoon from Phoenix, Arizona. Last night, WNBA Championship as the Las Vegas Aces defeated the New York Liberty 70-69 to win that best-of-five series three games to one in Brooklyn, New York. The Las Vegas Aces become the first WNBA team to win back-to-back championships in 21 years. Tonight, NFL Thursday night football kicking off week number seven in the NFL has the Jacksonville Jaguars at the New Orleans Saints kicking off at 7.15 tonight. New Orleans with a record of 3-3 and Jacksonville's record is 4-2. High school football this Friday night on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It's 5A District football's final regular season game. 
The Sioux City North Stars, with a record of 2-6, and six, come to West Des Moines and take on second-ranked Dowling Catholic with a record of 7-1. and one. The game will be played at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Our pregame show begins at 6.30 with kickoff at 7 o'clock. It is Dowling Catholic Senior Parents Recognition Night and the 2013 Dowling Catholic Class Reunion, including the 2013 Dowling Catholic State Football Championship team. Join me for the broadcast this Friday night from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Thursday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, we think we typically think of fall as the North American version of the word autumn, but it was, in fact, in widespread usage in England until relatively recently. Originally a shortening of the phrase fall of the leaf. The phrase was common in England in the 17th century. The word autumn entered English from the French automne and didn't become common usage until the 18th century. Sometimes the answer is the most obvious answer. Right? Yeah. Why do I mean, we call it fall? Well, look at the leaves. Look at, what are they doing? They're yeah. falling. Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> pretty simple. Mind blown. Pretty simple, huh? Here's an autumn forecast for yes, you for today. You. Uh, patchy you. drizzle and patchy fog this morning, giving away to mostly cloudy skies for the remainder of the day. High of 63. Overnight, clearing skies and a low of 44. Tomorrow, Friday, sunny with a high of 73. Currently around the Iowa Catholic Radio Network listening area, we're seeing mostly cloudy skies. Des Moines at 52 degrees, AIM at 51, uh, yeah, AIM's at 51, Oskaloosa at 50 degrees, Centerville at 51 degrees. Today's forecast brought to you by The Spiritual Battle in You with Johnette Williams, host of Women of Grace. Uh, We'll be hosting a women's event at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines. The day starts with Mass at 7.15 a.m. The event is on November 11th uh, and will include three talks along with food and prayer you can learn more, and please register at uh, iowacatholicradio.com. Matt. I, I, I was just curious. Are, are we going to, at some point, hear a, a fall foliage forecast? Mm. Oh, well, the, color, the colors. We'll, we'll, uh, it's getting beautiful out there. Yeah. I've seen some of that. Well, yeah. Well, getting, now that I know that the, requ- the request is out there, we'll, we'll, we'll see what... Uh, I, I, don't even know, I don't even know what that looks like, but I'll go internet search and... Figure out what there we uh, go. I really like the <laughs> yellows. Everything's on the internet. Yeah. If you could point me towards the yellows, I yeah. appreciate that. Okay, good. Uh, like there was a bush it? just down the street, I think. That's, uh, oh, uh, all right. Yeah. I'll be right back. Well, speaking of fall foliage, uh, you're going to have a beautiful <laughs> drive out to Winterset. I think so. And, and see all of that. Now, I grew up uh, going was... there once every couple months because my great aunt and uh, uncle lived out there right across the street from John Wayne's uh, birthplace. So, of course went in there nine million times but um it, it, i remember that drive i mean i, I mean, i've driven it since but just the beauty of it yeah since i've been a kid i think it, it's that, highway uh, 169 yeah that, that uh, runs north to south into uh, down towards winterset and uh some great scenic valley views mm-hmm. down in there and when the the leaves are changing this time of year it is it is pretty marvelous absolutely beautiful so uh not just matt but hopefully all of you that are listening right now are going to be making that drive tonight from the des moines area but the, those from winterset you'll you'll have a, a quick jaunt joe heschmeyer he's staff apologist for catholic answers live which you heard and here every weekday here on iowa catholic radio um, he's going to be there talking about the seven mysteries of the faith unlocked by the holy eucharist and you're also going to have the the banner display of Eucharistic miracles. That's absolutely, and uh, there will be a little light reception that are, is being put on by some of the parishioners there. Good. So thanks in advance to them, Father. Thanks in advance to Father Dooley, 
and to everyone at uh, St. Joseph for uh, uh, hosting this event. It's uh, it's really a great way for us also to highlight the fact that we're soon going to be having expanded coverage uh, on the FM dial in that area on 88.5. So if folks in that area have tried to tune in to 88.5 over the past few days, maybe they haven't been able to, maybe they've heard some static. Well, it's because tower crews have been busy installing the antenna. We're just waiting for the transmitter now. Uh, so, But uh, good stuff. I, I also, at, at this event, I, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. I've got a special surprise for Joe Heschmeyer Ooh. that's John Wayne related. Oh, kind of cool. So if you come to the event tonight, you'll yeah. be able to see what exactly I'm talking about. My mom would love that. Favorite favorite actor of all time. Also, a thank you should go out to the folks over in Marion who uh, where you picked up the, the Eucharistic banners yesterday. They they provided, uh, of course, we put a donation box out at uh, whenever wherever you display the, the banners, Matt, and they were very generous in their uh, contributions to the to uh, uh, the station, and, and so I know that that's great, greatly appreciated. Uh, all the support that we get here at Iowa Catholic Radio from uh, across the listening area and beyond. Yes, it, uh, yeah, it allows those various outreach initiatives to keep on rolling. Check exactly. it out tonight, six thirty at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Winterset, Joe Heschmeyer, and uh, it'll be good to see you. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saints risked everything to bring Jesus to people who had never heard of him and despite their deaths, succeeded in winning many to Christ. Today we celebrate St. Isaac Jokes and Companion, one that, that means a lot to the Leonetti household personally, our, our son, our Anthony, Isaac was named after him. They were Jesuit priests who committed their lives to spreading the gospel in North America. In 1636, they left France and went to Quebec, where they began preaching among the Huron. The Huron were in a near constant state of war with the Iroquois, and Isaac was captured and imprisoned. He found a rare chance to escape through the Dutch and made his way home to France, bearing the marks of his captivity. His hands had been mangled, with fingers cut, chewed, and burnt off. However, Pope Urban the eighth permitted Isaac to continue to say the mass with his mutilated hands. There's, of course, this is why they would attack his hands. They knew he was a priest. So, of course, not being able to hold the Eucharist, not being able to, to elevate the precious blood. This is why they went after his hands first. The holiness there. They understood. Isaac returned to Quebec and hoped that a recent peace treaty with the Iroquois would provide an opportunity to now preach the gospel to both groups. However, he and a companion were captured and they were killed in a village near Albany. Isaac and his seven other Jesuit friends were all martyred and were the first martyrs of North America to be recognized by the Catholic Church. They were canonized in 1930. Today we ask St. Isaac Jokes and Companions to pray for us. Amen. A fascinating life, a heroic life uh, that he would have. And uh, you see many icons with those mangled hands. You know, that, that uh, of him uh, holding the most uh, precious blood of him holding uh, our Eucharistic Lord. It, it's it is incredible the life that he would live and ultimately not just sacrificing, of course, many of those years in captivity and torture, but also sacrificing his life for Jesus Christ. And we remember him today and ask for his intercession. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle on her new book, 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits, Adoring Jesus 
with his mother. You're going to see amongst the saints, there are two constant devotions, love of the Eucharist and also love of Our Lady. She combines the two when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Thursday, October 19th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Take a drive to Indianola after work tomorrow. Enjoy the countryside, the fall colors, and the Knights of Columbus annual fall fish and chicken dinner. They're serving every Friday for the next four weeks starting tomorrow. One week from today is the next support group for caregivers. Join us on Thursday, October 26th at St. Pius X Parish, beginning at 6 o'clock. If you're caring for a parent, a spouse, or a child, know that this is a great group for finding prayerful support. If you're involved in music ministry in your parish, we've got something for you. Our local chapter of the National Association of Pastoral Musicians is meeting on Saturday, November 18th. Join us in honor of St. Cecilia, patron saint of musicians. The meeting on November 18th is at 1 o'clock and it's online. Get the link from Julie at Des Moines IA at npm.org. Again, that's Des Moines IA at npm.org. For more information, check out the listing in Around the Diocese section in this month's edition of the Catholic Mirror. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com. 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new, used, and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Deary of Ames is located just off of Highway 30 at the Dayton Avenue exit and online at DearyAmes.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in today, friends, on this great feast of St. Isaac jokes and companions. We are not forgetting his companions. You know, some some have said, "Well, I mean, can we name them?" Right? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know saints, and they are saints. The companions were canonized with him, um, and there's only seven you know that were with him. But there's a lot of saints where they had you know lots of lots of companions with them. But here's here's my take on that. If I could be named a saint and a companion, man, that's enough for me. All right, just give me that title and companions. I'm fine with that. I want to be in heaven with God. And uh, St. Isaac jokes and his Jesuit companions living that heroic life, demonstrating for us. Sometimes you got to give it all. Let's go to our next guest. She's author of the book, 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits, Adoring Jesus with His Mother, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. Good to have you back, Donna. Oh, thank you so much, John. It's... I love what you said about the companion to the saint. That's wonderful. Yeah, I'll just become a companion. I'm fine with that. That, it, it, that's it. That's all I well, need. Yes, you have to become a saint, too. But, yes, I love that, what you said. That's right. Um, all right. This book looks really interesting. You know, again, um, you said this, right? The saints, they, they, they loved our Lord in the Eucharist, and they loved Our Lady. Yes. 
Absolutely. And Our Lady and Our Lord are inseparable, mm. so we need to keep them together. And Mary always leads us to her son. She always perfects our prayers. She, she loves us so much, and she's the perfect one to take with us to adoration. So how does she teach us about the Eucharist? Mary. She, wow. Well, she was his first tabernacle, right? She mm. had, he was in her womb for nine months. She knows every single thing about him, every hair on his head. She, she grew with him in, in his ministry. So she, she was so blessed by our Lord. So she knows exactly how to perfect our prayers, how to lead us to him. And she's a mother. She's so loving, and she's a mother. So, you know, just one time Mother Teresa said to me, Pray to Mary, Mary, Mother of Jesus, be mother to me now. Mm. During a precarious pregnancy, and there's a long story to that. But, you know, she's our mother. She wants to be our mother. She's not some faraway saint, you know, that's unreachable. So, you know, to not hesitate to, to call out to her and ask her to help us with our prayers of adoration, help us stay awake, you know, like the apostles fell asleep. Jesus said, couldn't you just, you know, stay awake one hour? And, and so Mary helps us. She, she perfects our prayers. She, she helps us. She perfects us um, by, you know, our, just our humble, loving prayers, asking for her help, asking for her to lead us closer and closer to Jesus' sacred heart. You know, I wish I had in my repertoire the line Mother Teresa said to me once. Oh, well, there's the companion of the <laughs> My <laughs> goodness. You walked with her, right? I mean, you knew her. I knew her for about 10 years. I'm so blessed that I knew her. But, you know, God put her into my life, I believe, for a reason. I, at the time, I didn't understand. I was in survival mode, and so many things happened to me. I was mm. abandoned. I was abused, all these different things. But Mother Teresa, you know, came into my life, and her one of her directors, Father John Hardin, you know, he was my friend. He's servant of God now. And Father Andrew Apostoli, another someone else I consider a saint, was my dear friend. So God gives us these people on our journey. They might not be St. Mother Teresa, but the people we rub elbows with, we're all saints in the making. You know, we could all help each other on this journey through life, this pilgrimage to get to heaven. So, you know, to pray for one another, to help each other get to heaven. And Mary's the best of one, I think, Mother Mary, to help us get there. Now, I, I am, I'm also jealous because that prayer that you mentioned that Mother Teresa told you to pray, thats a it's a famous prayer that... She would say often, uh, many times a day, Mary, Mother of Jesus, and my mother be a mother to me now. But just to know that she spoke yeah. those words to you, that she told you to pray that, man, that yeah. gives me the goosebumps. That's awesome. And it just, it, I still haven't unpacked everything. Mm. You know, of course, like she even said, it's, and the reason I titled my memoir, The Kiss of Jesus, is because she said to me, you've come so close to Jesus on the cross that he can kiss you. Wow. And imagine that, and it took, and it's taken years and years for me to even ponder all of that. But it, it's, yeah, it's really incredible. But there's simple ways she used to teach people to pray, you know, uh, on her five fingers. You did it to me, yeah. you know. Uh, and so to teach people everywhere she went, you know, and about Mother Mary. She was so devoted to her. And she spoke so much on the Eucharist um, and how much she was in love with Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament. You know, all of the things lead us. They lead us to Jesus. And Mary, Jesus' mother, you know, is all about that. There's so much good in this uh, in this book, Thirty Marian Eucharistic Visits. You also write about uh, Saint Louis de Montfort and what he said in this book is the shortest, surest, and most perfect way to Jesus. Yeah, he was such a, a beautiful Marian saint. Oh mm. my gosh, 
you know, I learned about him so long ago. I'm so thankful he was part of my journey, too. And he said it was through the Blessed Virgin Mary that Jesus came into the world, and it's also through her that he must reign in the world. Mm. Now, St. Louis de Montfort, you know, he, he believed Jesus wasn't known as much as he should be, should be known because Mary wasn't. And so, you know, he, oh, he had so much to say about her in all of his uh, books. And I even wrote a, a family consecration book to Jesus through Mary following his 33-day uh, preparation for consecration. So you can learn so much about our Lord and about Our Lady through St. Louis the Montfort. And you, and you write a lot about different saints in this book, Faustina, uh, the Fatima children as well, Pope John Paul II. Um, where can people get this book, Donna Marie? Yes, well, definitely uh, EWTN, EWTNRC.com, Sophia Institute, who does marketing for EWTN, my website, um, www.donnacooperoboyle.com, autographed copies there, Amazon. It's been the number one bestseller in Christian Mariology nice. for, for weeks and weeks, so I'm just giving all glory to God. Yeah. And, praying and praying that this book will help people encounter Jesus Christ in the Eucharist by asking Mary to assist them. Well, you've helped me uh, already oh. this morning, uh, it, and I, this is why I love doing the show, because I love growing oh. and, and, and hearing different stories and listening to uh, uh, authors like you that uh, have studied this and written it. But, um, you know, more than anything, what I see this book as also is just a, a companion in prayer and something for you to take, friends, with you into Eucharistic adoration as well. Um, I, I find when I pray, oftentimes with a book, now my, my kind of spirituality, if you will, is pretty Ignatian. I love uh, Lexio Divina. You know, that's just yeah. kind of where, where our Lord really speaks to me through. This this seems like, in fact, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta take this one in with me. Yeah, because it, I did write it in such a way that people can use it in that right. way, Lexio Divina. And I tried to encourage them to be, to put themselves into the scene of the life of Jesus and Mary and the saints and the people I talk about in the book. So, and I even put spaces on each reflection. They can write their own thoughts and reflections nice. and prayers, and insights. So it's kind of like a uh, a keepsake book, but um, you know, a companion in in the chapel. You know, to and I try to encourage people. You know, get a copy for yourself, but you know, get one for someone else, a loved one, but. Try to get one to put into your adoration chapel. Yeah. So someone can be edified by by these words. That has that has helped me many times. I, in fact, I was just in the adoration chapel praying in Seattle, so I was speaking. And I went over, I went over to uh, the adoration chapel. I was there about an hour before and sat with our Lord for twenty minutes. And there's a book right in front of me, never seen before. It was just left there. I open it up. I start reading. I mean, I was just amazed. I was floored. Wow. And the, the Lord knew what I needed to hear in that very yeah. moment. So when, when you just say that, uh, dropping off a book at an adoration chapel, the Holy Spirit, he'll do the work. He'll do the work. That's 30, right. Yeah, 30 Marian Eucharistic visits adoring Jesus with his mother, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. You can also go to Divine Treasures here locally, friends, and if they don't have it, they'll order it and many other copies uh, for you there. Uh, keep up the great work, Donna Marie. God bless you. Oh, thank you, John. You too, and let's stay in touch. God bless Absolutely. Absolutely. When you talk about, friends, what's most important, right? we, we go to Jesus in the Eucharist, right? Uh, and then you talk about Our Lady. She's there. Well, then you talk about all the saints. They're there, right? Where Jesus is, the saints are there. The kingdom of God is at hand, right? The kingdom of God is at hand, touches down here on earth. What a grace it is in his most precious body, blood, soul, and divinity. And uh, so, of course, Our Lady's going to be there. Again, you know, all the saints. And you get all of that in this book. So 
30 Marian Eucharistic visits. Good stuff this morning. That puts the show in the books this morning. Joe Heschmeyer is going to be on with us all morning tomorrow. So for both segments of the show, we're also going to have our live prediction Friday, which I look forward to. But uh, in the meantime, tonight, uh, Joe Heschmeyer is going to be, if Catholic Answers Live, he is going to be giving a talk again, 630 winter set at St. Joseph. So if you can make that, please, please do on the seven mysteries of the faith uh, unlocked by the Eucharist. A lot of good stuff. All right, Deacon Tony, let's pray. Let us pray for all of our listeners, all of their uh, intentions, that uh, prayer requests that they've sent in, and let us um, have God lead us in all the ways. Be examples like Father Jogues and uh, John de Brebeuf. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us, protect us all from evil, and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land, where many a dream has died.